If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not going to leave a witness. They're going to set an example. You owe us money. You're done. Listen to season two of Paper Ghosts starting June 23rd, wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. We're not even going to talk to, about the Rear Admiral yet. I want to get, to, I want to get to this. Let's get to some of these calls. Tim Brooklyn, go. Hey Jesse, how you doing this evening? Go ahead, brother. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Loud and clear. You must hello. be on pure talk. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. <laughs> That's funny. Hello, can you hear me now? Seth in St. Louis, go. Hey, I can't wait till Israel to find out about the midlife crisis car. <laughs> Why don't you tell us? I'm on a pure talk too. <laughs> well, which sound do you want, Seth? You're not you're not getting the goods until Israel. So, what sound do you want? Uh, okay, so I'm cracked the code on the dome thing. I know no, why you no. played her last track. Seth, <laughs> it's a family show. Joe in Florida, go. Hey, my man. Hey, listen, you talk about looting the Treasury. You're talking about all of these clowns and all of these jobs. But my opinion is we're letting them. And did you see the movie Braveheart, brother? Well, everyone did. 
Freedom! <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I'm Braveheart. Look, we're letting them. We're letting them. That's obviously true to a point. And I've been harping on this recently of it's our fault, it's our fault, it's our fault, it's our fault. And But when I bring that up, especially when it comes to national politics, I'm talking about our not showing up for primaries. But at the same time, they are distant from us in D.C. It's part of the reason they get away from so much. We need to focus locally. You know the beauty of local politics I know it's not sexy like national politics is. I'm not going to open the next segment talking about your local city councilman. I promise I'm not, whoever he is. But you know what's great about local politics? They're in that same grocery store with you. They're in your church on Sunday. They're at the Little League game. So when that piece of trash city councilman votes to increase your taxes... He's not like your senator who you probably won't ever get to talk to at all. Or if you do, it'll be a quick photo op and then he'll be whisked away. No, he's sitting right next to you in T-ball and he's got to answer for it. Are we committed enough to what we believe to run for these positions and hold the people accountable when we elect them to these positions? Always legal, but local. That's the beauty of local politics. You can see them and talk to them. They don't get to live in fancy mansions somewhere. They're right there with you. They're right there with you. That's a good point, Chris. Why do you have why do you have drag queen story hour in your town? I've got bad news and good news. The bad news is it's not Joe Biden's fault. It's not your senator's fault. Not even your congressman's fault. Every time you look at one of these despicable videos of some tranny twirling around in front of the kids, that was local. That was somebody. The person who made that decision is somebody you can talk to about it. It's probably somebody you can replace. Think about that. All right? Tim, Brooklyn, go. Hey, Jesse, I'm glad to be back. I just wanted to chime in, bro. I love your show. You know what I'm saying? I like to call you Jesse, Mr. A- ABG. I mean, anybody gets it. But anyway, I wanted to chime in on this Black Lives Matter, you know, full of crap guys. Because um, they were all ham all over the country, had people tearing up cities. But um, here we go, a couple of weeks ago, five black cops killed a black man. And you don't hear peep from Black Lives Matter. So I just want to know with them, which Black Lives Matter? The ones that get touched by Caucasians or the Black Lives that get touched every day in this country by other Black Lives? So they are so... It's it's a very good point. And here's the problem, Tim. here's, Here's the problem for everybody is we accepted, not you, not me, but the nation accepted a great branding name, Black Lives Matter, and they accepted the initial framing that it was about black lives. But this is why I come on the show all the time and rant and rave. It's only about communism. Black Lives Matter openly admitted they're trained Marxists. They admitted they're a communist group. They don't give a crap about black people, white people, anything else. They care about about looting the treasury and burning down America like all the other communists do. And another thing about that, that story, that horrible Memphis story where those cops beat that guy to death, Nothing I really talked about a lot on the show. It was just such an ugly story. 
uh, and I don't want you to go watch it if you haven't watched it. You don't need that filth in your head. Uh, but I did watch it. I watched it a couple times. We're not talking about a boom, 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 like blink cop shooting, even if it's a bad one. They had this guy. They had him cuffed, and they beat him to death. And it took a while. It wasn't an instant. That was an organized beating of somebody. Well, it turns out, surprise, surprise, city of Memphis, lots of their good cops, because of all this stuff where the cops are the enemy, cops are the problem, they retired. Then they announced a massive diversity initiative to fill up the police force with with as much diversity as possible. And soon you have criminals on the police force Beating people to death. It's what, and you remember, you were listening back then. If you were, you remember, I warned where this was going at the very beginning of the, Chris, you remember, I said it. I said, what's going to happen is you're going to lose all the good cops in your city. They're going to go to somewhere where they're welcome, or they're going to go to the private sector. Your city, because they have to fill these police force positions, are then going to fill these police force positions with idiots and turds and criminals, and you think you dislike cops now? You just wait. You think cops are corrupt now? And I fully admit there are cops that are corrupt. You think it's bad now? Wait until you have a bunch of degenerates filling up these big city police forces. It'll be, you'll have flat-out people working for organized crime in these places. Who knows? Maybe those cops were. I don't know. But again, it was never about skin color. But America is so drowning in white guilt, that's, they never think about it at all. They don't, no one wants to bring that up. Even the White House w- was hiding under their bed for the first couple months. Well, we, we don't want to look racist. While well, I was screaming from the rooftops, this is a communist movement, not some civil rights movement. God, stuff gets the daggone frustrating. Ronnie, Jersey, go. Yeah, how you doing? Thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, just, I just got to say you got a wonderful show, and I appreciate it very much. But I wanted to go back to the racial thing. You know, I I was born and raised in Newark, New Jersey, and I grew up with a whole diversity of, of people in my in my life. And I'm 71 years old today. I truly believe that I was never consider myself a racist. But what I do is I do consider myself being selective because I truly believe that 99 and 99 percent of the people in our world are good people. And there's a very small amount of people who are taking over the medias and everything else to create this animosity between everybody. I just think if people just took people for who they are and not what they are, we would have such a more wonderful world. Selective is a great way to put that, Ronnie. Selective, and everyone is selective. And people don't want to talk about being selective because they're worried about being called racist. I walk out of this studio every night. As you can imagine, it's dark because it's nighttime. Now, you, as you know, I'm armed at all times. And as you know, like you should be when I'm walking and I'm in public, my phone is in my pocket and I'm looking, especially because communists want to kill me. But even if they didn't, when I walk out of this building, I am hyper aware of everywhere around me in the sidewalk. Now, what if someone was walking towards me on the sidewalk and he was in a business suit? He was in a suit and tie. I would watch, but would I be hyper aware or have to keep my eyes specially on him? No, I wouldn't. He looks like a businessman. Now, whatever his skin color, black, white, doesn't matter. If I walk out of the building and he's in pants that are hanging down off his rear end 
and a wife beater with a do-rag on, he's going to get a whole lot more of my attention, is he not? But people won't talk about basic things that everyone does because everyone wants to hide in their bed. I don't want to be accused of this. I don't give a crap what you accuse me of. It doesn't matter to me at all. All right, 877-377-4373. That was really good. We're going to talk to, uh, uh, I'll get back to these in a second. I want to talk about our military really quickly, and we have to make fun of the rear admiral, then I'll get back to this stuff. Now, I don't like that life kind of passes me by technologically. It doesn't bother me a lot, but my kid last night, he said, hey, Dad, I need a phone, uh, phone cord, like a phone charging cord. I said, yeah, I'll go grab mine, buddy. grabs it. He's working on this project for school. He grabs it and he plugs it into his phone and plugs it into his laptop. And all of a sudden he's doing things on his laptop that look like they're on his phone. And the wife and I are looking, we're like, what, how are you doing that? And he looks at us, wasn't trying to be disrespectful. He said, doing what? I didn't know that was a thing you could do. So that's hard. Cybercrime is one of these things that I know has passed me by. I didn't know home title theft even existed until I opened up my email and saw my home title with my signature and my wife's on it. Took them 10 minutes to hack into it. Your home title's online. I didn't know that either. They will hack into it. They will forge your signature on it and they will go take loans out against your home. And it's going to cost you a fortune to unwind it in court in lawyer fees or you'll get evicted from your home. Go look it up. Don't take my word for it. Go, to, go get home title lock so it doesn't happen to you. HomeTitleLock.com slash Jesse. All right? HomeTitleLock.com slash Jesse. Jesse Kelly returns next. Jack, say hey, Diane. Let's run off behind shade It is the Jesse Kelly Show reminding you... The Anti-Communist Manifesto is available at jessekellybook.com for pre-order. What, Chris? I don't. I haven't done that once during the show, okay? I haven't done it once. I couldn't help myself. It just comes out of me, Chris. I just, I just want to make so much money. That's really what this is. No, I'm kidding. Quit. Uh, although that would be cool. What if it was just piles and piles of money, Chris? What if it is? I don't know. Yes, we'll go on the World War II Pacific tour. We'd have to auction off probably have to be for charity we'd have to auction off spots on the boat to the audience that would be fun that would be a lot of fun <laughs> then we'd all get malaria and die because i'm not taking those malaria pills again i had to take those malaria pills one time oh chris you never heard about malaria pills so we they had to give them to us and we went to thailand for jungle warfare training and they give you these malaria pills and don't get me wrong i don't know there's probably multiple kinds of malaria pills out there i'm positive the marine corps got the cheapest ones they possibly could find they give you night terrors not even nightmares. I, I don't know. I, look, I'm, I'm not a doctor. As everyone knows, I'm an idiot. I have no idea the reasoning behind it. But almost all of us stopped within two, three days. I'm not taking that anymore. I don't know what that is. But that's not going back in my body. You know that's healthy for you when you take a pill that causes you to hallucinate about night, nightmarish things. That's, that's great. That's generally great. <laughs> all right. One more thing on this, on this looting the treasury thing. We'll go back to a couple of these calls and stuff like that. Mayor Pete, he's upset. He's upset that people are mad at him, that things are going wrong transportation-wise. You know, one thing I'm, I'm not going to do is, is uh, complain about any frustration associated with coming to an agency and having work to do every day and finding the... <laughs> oh, 
thanks. <laughs> thanks. Boy, thanks for not complaining about there being work to do. And I combine that with this headline from The Hill. And it's just, honestly, it's so magnificent. When I was doing my little looting the treasury rant, I should have just read this headline because it's all you needed to know. This is from the communists at The Hill. You know what they said? Transportation post has become political nightmare for Buttigieg. Oh, it was just supposed to be, he, he was just supposed to be able to loot the treasury. This was just a, a stepping stone for Mayor Pete so he could run for president. I had no idea there'd be actually work. You know, one thing I'm, I'm not going to do is, is uh, complain about any frustration associated with coming to an agency and having work to do every day. Oh, whoa, thanks, Pete. Way to keep your nose to the grindstone, buddy. But look at how the media frames it. They're horrified, too. That's, that's one of the things about a late-stage republic. It's not like the media... It's not like they're keeping these people in check. Remember, part of the reason these people aren't in check anymore is we don't have any cultural pillars that will keep them in check because they all work together now. The media should be demanding more. Instead, they're running. The media's horrified. Poor Pete. This was supposed to be an easy gig. Man, he got shafted. Gosh, if that doesn't just totally explain where we are. Jay, Denver, go. Chris, I didn't mean anything by yeah, the Pete got shafted thing. Why don't you grow up? Anyway, go ahead, Jay. Okay. Well, when you were talking about the Medicare and the uh, Social Security going broke, now I know why they hired 97,000 more IRS agents. They're going to ream us good. They sure are. Look, like I mentioned, 2028 Medicare out of money. These politicians are never going to come to you and say the checks are going to stop coming. They're going to look at the arrest of the American people like a hungry wolf looks at a wounded lamb. They're never going to risk losing an election by telling the voters hard truths. No. Sorry, boys and girls. We have our obligations. Golly, that's sick. Cliff, Pennsylvania, or Cliff, Pittsburgh, go. Gosh, I love Pittsburgh. God, man, you're going to make me laugh all of them. Oh, great one. Uh, did you take your chalk today before you read your audiobook? I did, uh, no, no. Book. Okay. All right. You know what? Let me get the, I'll let you get to your point in a second. I might as well tell everybody. The, the anti-communist manifesto can be bought at jessekellybook.com. What, Chris? But no, I actually have a, a different point. Uh, Chris told they me to do that, though. They are talking me into an audio book. All of you who are begging me for an audio book, it does look like that's going to happen 25 hours worth of recording. That's how much I love you guys. 25 hours. Anyway, go ahead. Take it away, Jay. Jay. I don't know who Jay is. Is he the replacement already? Oh, sorry. Just Never mind. Yeah, go ahead. Bird. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Put your the machine gun fire on the FAA guy and just the amount of... No, I can't answer that. Oh, sorry. I can't. What, what are you talking about? I mean, a pilot, a plane uh, can stall? What do you mean? He gets it in the wrong gear? You know, I mean, that whole just... He couldn't even get a straight thought or, you know, how you're always saying, attack, pass, attack, you know, or surprise. I mean. Yeah, but actually, uh, full disclosure, I played this earlier. It's 30 seconds long. This was actually a two-minute long clip that we cut up to cut out most of the guy's questions. I don't want to act like he bombarded this guy with this. He just straight up asked him all these questions, and the guy just 
doesn't know anything. Mr. Washington, can you quickly tell me uh, what airspace requires an ADSB transponder? Not sure I can answer that question right now. So what are the six types of special use airspace that protect this national security that appear on FAA charts? Uh, sorry, Senator, I cannot answer that question. Okay, so what are the operational limitations of a pilot flying under basic med? Senator, I'm not a pilot, so... Hmm. So can you tell me what causes an aircraft to spin or to stall? Uh, again, Senator, I'm not a pilot. And in a normal country, in the country we used to have, the other cultural pillars would be destroying that guy so badly right now. He'd be so pillaged by the media, by entertainers, by everyone else. He would have already withdrawn his name. But in a late stage republic, you don't get that. He just wants his, he wants his shot at the treasury. Now, <clears throat> I don't think you or I, I don't think we're going to get our shot at the treasury this year, at least when it comes to you know, regular investing. Unless we make some real changes here, uh, things you can touch and feel. Like I always say, things you can touch and feel. Done for you real estate. These guys, they're going to get you lined up with the best real estate. They're going to take care of everything for you. They find the real estate. They vet it. They secure the financing. They get it insured. They even handle the closing, which is nice because closing sucks. You have to sign like 70 pieces of paper the rental process? Who wants to handle the rental process? It's midnight. Hey, my toilet's leaking. You don't want that call. You don't have to do any of that. You sit back and make money. Go to doneforyoujesse.com. Doneforyoujesse.com. These are my friends. Real estate investing. Things you can touch and feel. Doneforyoujesse.com. All right? Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't say that's on my list, Chris. Who is that? Don't You're editing the list and saying that I edited the list. I've never heard that in my life. What is that? The outlaw. I've never even heard of the outlaws. You made that up. You know what's happening? You and Michael are monkeying with the list just to make me look bad. You know what? I'm going to go to Mike real quick. I'm going to go to Mike real quick before we talk about the military because Mike has something, and this is a perfect segue. Mike in Mississippi, what do you have to say to Chris? <laughs> Well, I didn't call a hack on you for a change, but you got to admit 25 hours is a small price to pay for the world's first audio version of an adult coloring book. But I, <laughs> I do want to hack on Chris. I do want to hack on Chris because brother Gary Rossington just passed away, and we have zero Leonard Skinner bumper music, and that is a complete failure. So somebody's... Founder of, Led's, founder, founder of Leonard Skinner died, Chris. Not one segment have you opened or closed with Skinner. What, Chris? What do you mean, what about the plane crash? I said the founder of it died. I understand others have died in the past, but that means the founder died, man. At a base, no, he wasn't on the plane. The whole band, the whole band wasn't on the plane. The band still plays. I saw Skinner at some low rent uh, rock concert in Montana one time. Were were they the same? No, no, it was. It definitely would. Definitely doesn't sound in person like it sounds on my radio. But I still got to see Skinner, and he's right. The disrespect to not play any Skinner, Chris. Gosh. More than 75% of Americans aged 17 to 44 aren't fit for military service. I bring this up. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I bring this up for a reason. As I try to, I try to, try to see the future. I, I swear, I just joke about that Oracle thing, but I do try to look to the future and I try to think about what's coming and why it's coming. And I think about, how reckless our foreign policy is in this country. It's been reckless for a long time, but now it's getting real, real reckless. Now it's getting bad. 
we got Russia, we got China, we got, we got, we got big problems out there. And I think about the potential of, God forbid, another global conflict of some kind. We don't have enough people currently serving in the military to fight a two-front war. We barely have enough people and equipment to fight a one-front war. It would require a massive military buildup to fight another global conflict. Now, maybe you're sitting there saying accurately, hey, Jesse, it required a massive buildup last time. Yes, you are correct. And I know you've seen those, those pictures of the recruiting lines going around the block after Pearl Harbor. But you know what those pictures, you know what they all had in common? Those were lines of physically fit young men who were not on psychiatric drugs, did not have criminal backgrounds, and were qualified to serve pretty much immediately. What happens if we need that again? Because here is the truth. 70, you already know the number. 75% of military-age men aren't fit. Why aren't they fit? They're too fat. We eat too much. We don't work out enough. It's really don't work out enough. We, we're, we sit around too much now, too much technology. And I'm not doing the old man thing. I'm not judging technology. But no, I'm not doing the old man thing, Chris. No, I'm not. Anyway, I'm not doing the old man thing. But we sit around too much, too much technology. We don't... We don't try to solve problems now without running to the pharmaceutical companies first. If you talk to a military recruiter, on top of all the insane U.S. of gay stuff, that's a big reason why people aren't signing up. Recruiters will tell you on top of that, so many of these people who want to be in the Army, if they're you know a little feminine or if they're more manly than Marines or something like that, they don't qualify because they've been put on drugs of some kind, legal drugs, but put on drugs of some kind for whatever it may be. We run to the doctor, give me a prescription, here, take this, here, take that. And we've been doing this nationally for so long. And I'm not judging medication. If you're on medication, I'm really not. I know medications change lives and save lives. I, I know about the wonder, some of the wonders of modern medicine. I know. But we've made this such a priority as a nation. We don't have the young men to fight a war. You realize that? We don't have the manufacturing capacity. We don't have the oil refining capacity. We've lost half of our refineries. We send our oil overseas to be refined now. And we don't have the young men to fight a war. And so what sucks is a war would be felt, the brunt of the war would be felt initially by all the super studs who are currently in, who are hearing the sound of my voice, that are ready. But they're such a small percentage, they would need help. They would need reinforcements. And the reinforcements aren't there. Do we understand what that means? All the fancy drones and planes and jets and rockets and all, the, all that stuff in the world, all that's great. You need type A young men to go put boots on the ground and kill and be killed. We don't even have the mental strength now to fight a global conflict. I have brought this up before. We don't talk about this because it doesn't make us feel good. And when we talk about things we're proud of, events we're proud of for our nation, it makes us feel 
we want to focus on the goose that makes us feel good. So when we talk about World War II, we talk about D-Day. Look at those brave stepping off onto the beach. Look at those guys. We talk about the Pacific. We talk, we talk about these things. You know what we don't talk about? Really, you never hear it. I bet you, unless you've been listening to the show for a while, I bet you've never heard this before. Do you know how many psychological casualties we had in World War II? And I don't mean, I'm stressed. Can I have a half a day? I mean, so mentally broken, you had to be processed out of the service. Do you know how many? Over 400,000. Combat is horrible. That was with a mentally strong nation, with strong family units, physically strong, mentally ready good family values, and still combat like that breaks you. And it doesn't mean they were weak, by the way. Combat is that way. It just does. It breaks men. That was with the nation we had in 1940. Do you have any idea what the psychological casualty numbers would be if, God forbid, there ever was another another world war, a World War III of some kind? The psychological casualties would far outpace the actual battlefield casualties. Our young men, and well, especially young women, because we throw women into this stuff now, they would just break. They would break like a twig and not mentally ready for it. Something to think about. Something to think about. Here's an email. You know what? Let's get it something good. Jesse. You just spoke about men not crying. I'm not a big crier myself, but I did tear up enough to need a tissue tonight. I received a package from Preborn in the mail today. Reading about all the babies saved and souls saved, I was overwhelmed. Thank you for speaking out for life. Did I tell you that, by the way? When you go to preborn.com slash jesse and you give to preborn, you give that $28, you buy that young woman an ultrasound so she can make the right choice for her baby. Or maybe, look, maybe you gave them 15 grand and bought an ultrasound machine, whatever you give, large or small. You know that they keep you updated on things, right? It's not just, well, I hope that went somewhere. You'll find out. I've had families that write in and say, we pray and cry over dinner time when we get these. It's freaking magical, man. It's It's wonderful. It reminds you that there's still a lot of good out there and a lot of good worth fighting for. Go to preborn.com slash jesse tonight. Give. Let me know how you feel when you get your email or the mail. Let me know. Preborn.com slash jesse. All right? All right. All right. Real quick here. Chris, Florida, go. Hey, thanks for taking the call. I um, have a question about the, uh, the world-famous Jesse Burger and the uh, marriage of uh, hamburger bun uh, garlic bread. Have you ever combined the two? It's a good question because everyone knows garlic bread is like the greatest food on the planet. And the Jesse Kelly Burger is the greatest burger on the planet. So you would think if they got married, it would be a good marriage. But remember, at one point in time, Tommy Lee, the drummer for Motley Crue, he was this dude all the women wanted. He married Pamela Anderson back when she was the woman every man wanted, and they got divorced in like 35 seconds. Just because it sounds like a good marriage doesn't mean it's a good marriage. 
I've had it before, and it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not bad. It doesn't work. I don't know why, Chris. I don't know why. It doesn't work. All right. We're going to get to a couple more of these calls, then headlines I didn't get to, maybe an email or two, then we're checking out. Hang on. But he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Keep the January 6th political prisoners in this country. Keep them in your prayers. And I know now that Tucker is rolling out this January 6th footage, and I love that he's doing it. I love Tucker, man. He's the best. Now that he's rolling out the January 6th footage showing cops escorting people into the building, escorting them through the building, what you're going to have now is all the standard Johnny-come-latelys on the right, all the pundits and all the politicians that are all about to be a bunch of freedom fighters for the January 6th political prisoners. Do keep in mind who was speaking up for these poor people long before Tucker Carlson aired some footage out there. A lot of you have been criminally silent when it comes to the fact that we have political prisoners in this nation. I'm glad Tucker's forcing the hand of the low TGO peers. I love that they listen to the show, including from jail. I love this stuff. Dr. Bandito, we were talking about peeing sitting down on Friday. Look, I'm not going to go into all the details of it. You're going to have to go listen to Friday's show. It was a very serious show. Anyway, this guy says, peeing sitting down has changed my life. I can't believe I used to stand for the long morning deposit. No, I start my day on Easy Street between the hours of 8 a.m. and 8 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. Peeing sitting down is acceptable, like enjoying a nice frozen margarita. The most manly way to pee or drink is any way you want, not fearing another man. <laughs> I am writing this from jail where I am serving time for parading on January 6th. I'm beyond blessed that as this experience has strengthened my marriage, family, and faith. Semper Fi. Semper Fi to you, brother. He didn't say I could say his name, but I will not. But I love that you January 6th political prisoners listen. Semper Fi to you. Oh, and I need to do, uh, definitely need to do something here. Good afternoon, Jesse. February 16th, 2023, Sergeant Major Malcolm A. Green took his last breath on this earth. My dad was an incredible man. The education he brought his four children, Charles, John, Anne, and myself, would never receive in any public school. The sergeant major was a version of Persian Gulf One, shipped to Norway, as it was the only NATO country touching the former Soviet Union. I listen to you, and I hear that same disdain for communists. Marines are no doubt a special breed. Malcolm was the toughest, strongest man I'd ever known, never backing down from anyone or anything. He would say to me, if you're in a fight and you're going to lose... Make sure your aggressor knows that he was in a fight. Beat him good enough to make him question if he ever wants to fight again. Dinner time growing up was the best of all history lessons, correcting all that we learned in school that day and having us question the teacher. Sincerely, the Sergeant of Sir, uh, Sergeant Major M.A. Green, 25th Marines. I think that gentleman deserves some taps, huh?
simplify. All right, just a couple more quick ones. Brody, Atlanta, go. Hey, so a couple more language uh, walls they put up around us. Greenhouse gases. You know what grows in a greenhouse? Yep. Food, bro. Mm-hmm. And then on the news feed for my local affiliate, uh, they keep referring to the occupied West Bank of Palestine. I pull up Google Maps. I don't see Palestine as a country. <laughs> I, I think I missed that one myself. Mark, New York, go. Hey, what's up? I'm just wondering, how does the government make it up to people like me who were told you can't even hold your dying father's hand in the hospital, but feel free to stop at Walmart on your way home? I mean, not only that, my whole family was completely lied to. And this wasn't in the beginning of COVID. This was just a year ago. And they still have people locked up in the COVID ICUs. And they literally are making these people die alone. It's hard for me to even talk about. Now you know, people ask me, they tell me, they, they email me in because I go off about how I, COVID will be a huge part of how I make my primary voting decision in 2024. And they, Jesse, let it go. Jesse, why won't you let it go? Jesse, how, can, how can't you let it go? Well, I think Mark just explained it better than I ever could. Does Mark not deserve a reckoning? He couldn't hold his father's hand while he passed saying goodbye to mom over a Zoom call. I mean, you, you remember the stories. I'm not going to go over them. Let it go? No, 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 no. I won't be letting it go. I demand a reckoning. I demand a reckoning. Don't you dare tell me to let it go, all right? Now we got me all worked up about COVID again. I'm going to have to go home and practice with Mantis. I, mean, I can't go home and hit the heavy bag because it's outside of my kid's room. I can't lift weights because it's outside of my kid's room. So I'm going to have to go home and I'm going to sit in my living room because the wife will be in bed and the kids will be in bed. They have exams this week and I'm going to sit there in complete silence and I'm going to practice with my Mantis X and that'll be the perfect stress relief. I'm going to go home and I'll get faster and deadlier. Just 15, 20 minutes and then I'll move on and have Jim Beam like a normal person, but I'm going to go practice. It's what the Green Berets use. It's what the Marines use. The professionals use it. Dry fire practice in your home that actually gives you feedback as you shoot. It's real. Why do you think the Green Berets use it? It's incredible. Whether you're super good or just starting, Mantis X will get you better. Go to MantisX.com and practice, practice, practice. And you might even find it as good stress relief. MantisX.com. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. U.S. sues Exxon over five nooses found at a Louisiana plant. Well, praise God, the United States government is tackling the difficult issues. Surfer attacked by a seal breaks uh, breaks leg, but he's too tall for the air ambulance. I looked into this and the guy's six foot two. So I'd like to know exactly what the plan is if I ever get severely injured. Are they just going to hang the whole bottom half of my body out of the helo? I'm not comfortable with this at all. Researchers find high levels of dangerous chemicals in the East Palestine air. Oh, you mean the EPA was wrong when they said it was all safe? Gee, I'm stunned. All right, I'm also out of time. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Love, hate, death threats. We'll be back tomorrow to have fun, all right? 
That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.